another episode. It's Kira here, and I have another amazing guest here today who's going to open you up to a whole new way of living without toxins, like she did for me. Jessica is a low-tox living specialist and a nutritional therapy practitioner who balanced her hormones while breaking free from extreme dieting and exercise. Jess and I connected because we shared some of the same issues that led to us taking action to better our overall health. So, Jess, I just want to dive right into the nitty-gritty. Can you tell us what issues you were experiencing that eventually led you to removing toxins from your environment? Like, what's your story? Yes. Well, first of all, wow, that introduction was so great. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, so like you said, we kind of had similar – we reconnected based off of our journeys, and that was me also not getting a cycle. So I had – done a bunch of research. Um, I came off birth control, which this will help segue into talking all about toxins and how living a lower tox life actually does make a difference. Um, when I was out in California, I had moved out there for two and a half years and I was like, I don't need birth control right now. There's no reason for me to be on it. And I never got a period being off birth control. I made no lifestyle changes. I was doing CrossFit, working out two hours a day. I, you know, was um, eating pop tarts because they fit in my macros. And then I moved back to Florida to be closer to family. And my family's like, this is not healthy. You know, like you're, you need a period. And I, my grandmother had passed away from ovarian cancer. So it was like a concern that I wasn't getting a cycle. So sure enough, you know, the doctors are like, um, well, you know, you need to go back on birth control, but it's fine. Like you'll be able to have kids one day. Cause I, like, I was like, well, am I, if I don't get a cycle, like I'm not gonna be able to have kids. I'm young where I'm not thinking of a family right now, but you know, it is something that I was like considering. I was like, this cannot be healthy. And so I went back on the pill, but everything was miserable. Then I was moody. I could not even talk to my parents. I couldn't talk to anyone in my family. I would cry out of nowhere. I was like very unhappy. And I was like, this is so not, this is not like me. This is not my personality. I don't like this. So I just stopped and then started doing research on my own. And when you research on Google, which can be great. There's so much information out there that it can also be very overwhelming. And so I came across um, the Nutritional Therapy Association and um, learned how food can literally heal um, whatever, you know, we're going through. And so I changed, started with changing my diet and, you know, eating real whole food and focusing on ingredients. So um, rather than just the numbers, you know, on the label and actually looking a little bit further down. So I'll look at, you know, like the label still, but I also will make sure that I'm reading like the ingredients in there. Um, Is that something you look at first now? So like you kind of like skip the macros, go straight to the ingredients and then like maybe look back at the macros. Yes. So the the ingredients are definitely my first. I don't really track macros at the moment um, just because. The, yeah, we can get into that. <laughs> yeah, everything in life can be a stressor. And for me, I'm not at a mental place to actually start tracking my food again because I'm like, why did I got to track kale? It's just kale. So, <laughs> but I do, I do want there. I can see myself doing it again, again um, in the future, but right now that's not where I'm at. So I do solely look at ingredients because I'm a huge believer too. Like it's so hard. We've grown up, you know, eating all these foods that we love, you know, from crackers to chips to pasta to all these foods. And everyone looks at healthy food as not tasty, which first of all, I was doing low fat when I was, you know, in the diet like cycle and always trying to lose weight. 
and our hormones are made of fat. So the very first thing that I had to do was add healthy fat into my diet. Mm-hmm. I Oh my God, I so agree. A lot of people are like, I mean, food is bland without fats. Like fat is the flavor. <laughs> so we it, need them. <laughs> it seriously is. And then it changed my world because I remember literally, because I would always so-and-so eat healthy and people always thought I was healthy because I did CrossFit and I would eat veggies, but I had to douse them in popcorn seasoning. Like that was my go-to. Like I was like, these are just, who likes eating a bag of broccoli, like steamed broccoli with no butter and not, <laughs> not me. So I had to like get creative and, you know, use popcorn seasonings and use other like low fat alternatives and um, it wasn't until I started cooking with butter and olive oil and coconut oil that my life changed. I was like, wow, I have been missing out on so much flavor. It just like enhances all the food. And I'm not, and now my seasonings are literally so simple because I just love simple meals and appreciate them. And it's like sea salt, pepper, and garlic powder. Like those are like my go-to like seasonings. Um, so I, you know, implemented healthy fats into my diet and then I still wanted to enjoy you know the like packaged food like pasta I missed pasta um and spaghetti squash just doesn't cut it (laughs) so um and like zucchini noodles as much as I love them as well um and the importance of veggies is important I was like okay there's got to be better options out there and there are so um you know then I was able to add in like still eat the foods that I loved but feel so much better by actually focusing on ingredients. So that was like the very first thing that I did to actually start my whole journey. And then from there, once the label, like reading ingredients, it was like, oh, what else do I need to be looking into? So so what other things besides food do you look into? Well, after that, it started with personal care products. Um, so looking, I was like, well, what I'm putting on my skin you know, is just as important as probably what I'm putting in my mouth. So for me, it started with, um, the next thing I actually did was change my plastics to glass um, because uh, plastics uh, just have a lot of endocrine disruptors and have BPA um, in them. And when you heat plastics too, it leaches even, so a lot of us think that like plastic bags are BPA, but they're not actually BPA. Um, There's a little code on the back of usually plastics that you buy this is like a side tangent, but it no, will have this like is a, good information. <laughs> it will have like a number. So like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and a good rhyme that your audience can um, remember is five, four, two, all the rest are bad for you. So BPA actually falls into the number seven. So that is not one of the good plastics, but like on plastic baggies, they're not a number seven. Um, I don't. I don't have the number memorized of what it is, but if you flip it over, it's in that like triangle that most people think looks like the recyclable triangle, Mm -hmm. which there is also a recyclable triangle and has a number in it. So anyways, um, most of the plastics that the foods are stored in, um, when you heat plastics, that's one of the degrees of where it will actually leach the toxins into the food. So that was an easy swap for me because it's like, once you get rid of your plastics, it's like a one and done. Okay. Now I've got glass. Um, so that was next. And then, once that was done, I was like, okay, personal care products. And so I switched over my beauty products, um, shortly after, you know, looking into the food, I did switch like for personal care. I was the all or nothing type of girl. I don't, you know, 
recommend that to a lot of people that I talk to or any of my clients because it just depends on where someone's at because it's can be financially expensive expensive to be like oh okay I'm just gonna throw away everything that I have um but for me I don't wear a lot of makeup and my makeup was gonna last me years and years and years and so that's why I was just like I'm just gonna switch right away and um beauty counter actually had like a they have a flawless in five so it made it really simple and affordable to actually just switch the makeup and knowing that I won't have any heavy metals or anything that, um, that or lead, you know, and like lipsticks found in makeup that would be like disrupting my hormones and like harmful to my health. So that was number two slash three. Yeah. I, I mean, so when I met you, that was the first thing that I kind of took a, a big look at. Cause I felt like my food wasn't, you know, bad. Um, like I, I look at the ingredients and I look at those things already. So that kind of came naturally. Um, but so when I met you, like that was the biggest thing was shifting my personal care products and something I never, ever thought of before. And I kind of did more like a gradual shift, like you recommend where, um, I started with like the big ones, like lotions and body wash that goes all over my body. Um, and then I kind of went straight to the makeup because I do wear makeup quite often, especially for photo shoots. And when I do wear it for photo shoots, like it's on me all day long. So that was a huge, huge, important thing for me to do. And, and one of the things I noticed, which was really cool was that like my eyes don't water as much. Like I thought that, or I think that my eyeliner and my, um, mascara that I was using before, like I actually not had like an allergy to, but some sort of little minor intolerance and I didn't realize but like my my eyes stopped watering and being like weird (laughs) after I started using beauty counter it was amazing yeah well there's usually or in mascara there's like there can be like coal tar and all of that in there so it's like and we're putting that on our eyes I've had so many people tell me that when they switched and it's uh and it's amazing too because you've been using safer beauty and it performs just as well you know so it's like why are these companies out there making these products that you know that are cheap and (laughs) yeah Yeah. well or they're just as expensive like mac is you know so like it's not cheap and it's like you know they're used they're not doing any testing or anything like that and it's actually having like a health implication and like breast cancer for instance is so like if you it's so more common to be related to a lifestyle factor and Anyone that I have asked or that has told me they have breast cancer, I'm like, oh, does it run in your family? And I have gotten no's, you know, from, like, everyone. And I'm like, it just, like, breaks my heart because our, like, lymphs, like, our armpits right there, like, we're shaving our armpits. So we're, like, opening up, like, it's, we're opening up, you know, little cuts and then we're putting these deodorants um, on that, like, most likely contain fragrance or aluminum. And then that's like, you know, right near our breast area. And like you said, like the lotion. So it's just very unfortunate that we live in a world where we have like no laws or regulations around like the toxins and our products that we're using. Um, yeah. Today. Can you talk about that for a little bit? Because I think like one of the really major things that you opened me up to, like with the beauty counter thing is that there are like no laws here in the U.S., Yeah. So, um, like in the United States, there's, you know, approximately like 86,000 chemicals like registered for use. And of that 62,000 were grandfathered in. 
So that means they were just given a free pass and an automatic like presumption of safety without actually having to test to see if they were like indeed safe. Which is insane. Um, yeah, which yeah, it's absurd. And then of those, they only tested fewer than 200 chemicals. So there's so many chemicals that are being used. And in the, um, the beauty products, there's, there hasn't been a law passed since 1938. So where in Europe, their laws and regulations are everything is proven guilty or uh, harmful, sorry, harmful until, you know, proven safe. But in the U.S., everything is safe until proven harmful or guilty. So it's totally backwards. And the EU has banned like 1,500 you know, ingredients versus the U.S. banning, you know, 30 ingredients. Which is just absolutely terrifying. Yeah. So that we have to take, unfortunately, we have to take health and these things into our own hands. But we're very fortunate at the same time that there are so many companies now that are making, you know, better and cleaner products. And I think I saw something even the other day that Revlon, I can't remember the company, but a mainstream company finally has a nationwide product that is like EWG verified. So some of these companies that are creating harmful products, we are as consumers vote with our dollars and they're noticing that we want to, we want safer and we're using our dollars to buy safer products. So of course, everything is money, you know, everything like Mm -hmm. they want, everything's backed by money, money driven. So they're going to also create products that are safer, which is great. Um, so hopefully we start to see more of a shift as well. Yeah. Um, also another thing to kind of think about, um, is I know when I first started getting into this and I was like asking you what products I should be using or how about this one? How about that one? And I came across, I believe it was secret deodorant where I was like, Oh, it's aluminum free. Look at that. But I didn't, I didn't look further into the ingredients and there was actually a lot more harmful things in there. So like just because the label might say like, you know, it's not tox or whatever it might say, like, like it, all natural. Yeah, yeah. It might not be. And you have to like actually put in the extra effort to look a little bit deeper. Yeah. That's, I'm glad you brought that up. That's what I like to call greenwashing. So the marketing at its finest of saying all natural organic, but none of those terms are regulated um, like I'm actually staring at, uh, <laughs> I'm at my sister's house, so if she listens to this, then uh, <laughs> a, a, a Febreze air and fabric, and it says no heavy perfumes, but if I flip it over in the back, it says fragrance. And so fragrance is a trademark secret. These companies don't have to indicate what ingredients are actually in there, and it can contain thousands of ingredients that are, you know, linked to either endocrine disruption, cancer, or, you know, some of these toxins are obesogens and we're just our exposure to them every single day. Like if you think about it, like right now, like what have you used? Like you probably brushed your teeth with the toothpaste. You know, you probably, you've taken a shower. I say if, because I have not taken a shower yet. (laughs) Me either. Um, (laughs) It's, uh, you know, you're using shampoo, conditioner, body wash. And then if you're putting on makeup, so all of these, like, and then you're washing your hands, you know, you're putting on lotion, like you're probably spraying perfume you're probably eating foods, you know, that contain like toxins and all of these things. So it's like our, it's our overexposure because some of them we can actually excrete pretty quickly and our bodies are smart and our detoxification, like when we actually remove waste, you know, and go poop and pee and we sweat, those are ways of us excreting the toxins, but we just keep every day, like every hour burdening ourselves with more and more toxins. Yeah. Um, so who, who does this like who 
who is non-tox living for like is it for someone who has an array of problems or is it for everyone and like what kind of common issues would someone have that might need to low tox live yeah so um this is for everyone (laughs) Uh, it is and I think um you can have any sort of issues. You can have issues like we both had and that is, you know, not getting a period or maybe you have like, cause again, endocrine disruption, hormone disruption, chemicals. Um, the, it's for anyone who's looking to have a baby because there's, you know, been a lot of studies, you know, showing birth defects and some of these chemicals linked to birth defects. This is for anyone, um, you know, who wants to prevent cancer because cancer is 90 to 90, 5% due to our lifestyle factors and the 5 to 10% is actually due to genes. So we have control of, you know, changing, you know, our body. Um, this is for anyone who has, you know, like kids with ADHD or themselves have ADHD, hyperactivity, um, anyone who maybe can't lose weight because some of these chemicals are obesogens. Um, anyone who, you know, again, is infertility, uh, chronic fatigue, So some of these, you know, pesticides that are being used on foods are linked to that or anyone who has brain fog. I know that was like a huge one for me. (laughs) So honestly, I'm probably in like acne. So I probably have listed a lot of symptoms that people have that don't realize that this can actually make a difference um, in their life. So focusing. So a transition like because like you said, it can be crazy. It can be overwhelming because I'm sure maybe if someone is like, what lower tax living, like I need to focus on this. It's, it can be a lot, you know, like you don't just have to stop everything and, you know, swap out everything in your house right away. But the next time, you know, you, you're done using your hand soap, you know, in your kitchen, or you run out of your laundry detergent, then the next time you go to the store, buy a safer alternative. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, um, I want to get into like what they should be looking for and like, because I know we just, we just talked a lot and and you named a, a whole bunch of ingredients and things that like we shouldn't have, but how does someone know all of those things? Like how does someone be like, Oh, I'm, I shouldn't be looking like I should make sure my progress, my uh, products don't have fragrance or like whatever else. How do they know what to be looking for or what not to be looking for? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, it, it it can be overwhelming because, again, like I said, who can remember? I mean, I don't. Fifteen hundred ingredients, let alone that the Europe bans that we <laughs> right. don't ban that the that we don't ban over here in the U.S. And um, I like to rely on. So when you're going, let's say food, for instance, um, eating real whole food over you know processed packaged food is going to be the best. And then when it comes to pesticides. You know, trying, I would say 100% organic is the best, but that's also not realistic. Like right now where I'm at in my life, I'm not buying everything 100% organic. So I do follow the um, EWG, which is the Environmental Working Group's um, Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 list. And so I buy those certain produce, veggies, you know, organic versus, you know, those that have to be or are okay to buy conventional and non-organic, um, it, which is usually like your fruits and veggies that have like your avocados that have like a hard shell and bananas that you're not really like eating those. Um, but they have a whole list um, on there. So for like food, that's always the best. And then when it comes to like lab- to like what you're looking for on food, it's really hard because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, five ingredients or less, but I'm a huge superfood person. So I love when I see like, 
you know, seaweed and like all these like <laughs> maca, turmeric, like any of these like extra, and those like end up adding up as ingredients and they're not necessarily bad for you. So just, you know, making sure you can actually understand the ingredients. Um, there's a lot of gums and stuff in products that if you're having any GI issues can contribute, you know, to bloating or leaky gut or maybe not pooping. Um, pooping is a sign of health. So, um, yeah, you, wait, I want to, yeah. I kind of want to talk about those symptoms because I think a lot of times, I mean, you and I have talked about this before about how like people experience really minor things, like let's say headaches or brain fog that aren't really that alarming to seek medical he- help. But then like we ignore them because we think we're either like strong enough to endure them or that they'll eventually go away. So like, what are the symptoms that we should look out for that might not be like super alarming and when, how does someone know if they need to like address them before it gets to be a huge medical issue? Yeah, that is a good question. I feel like we're also bio individual, but I mean, headaches are, I guess, a good example because a lot of us um, want to resort to Advil um, or like NSAIDs or something like that to like get through the pain. We're in such a society where quick fixes, you know, like we're, we've got too much on our plate. None of us can slow down. Like we got work demands, we got family life. And so it's like, I got to keep going. So, um, and just with the conventional model set up the way that it is, but, um, there are natural healing. That's like, these are signs from our body, you know, saying that it's not normal. So if you can actually step back and like, maybe start questioning why, like, I feel like people are smart enough, like, even if you're tired, you know, it's like, okay, so ask, just ask yourself why. Maybe it is you're only getting six hours of sleep. Um, just some, I don't know. I, I feel like people should be able to identify. Some, things, but I, I, I know, I know what you mean. Cause sometimes like, it's not that easy. Like people will say that like, I don't know why I'm so tired. I'm like, well, how much are you sleeping? Well, like six hours, like, ah, uh, <laughs> well, that might yeah. be your, like your answer there, but I don't know. So I, I don't know that it's, as obvious as we think it is as like nutritional and overall wellness people. <laughs> I know. I know. Cause I caught myself cause I went on a girl's weekend. And so I just observed everyone like taking antacids for heartburn. It's those saying that like they had terrible poops and those, you know, saying they had headaches and acne and they had to drink coffee all the time. And so I was like, Hey, you guys will help me, you know, with my business. Can you just tell me what symptoms you're dealing with? Like, do you have a problem losing weight? And I named all those and they're like, Nope. And I'm like, what? You guys don't even know that. Like, I'm like, I'm literally staring, like, and just knowing, but we're so, we are so used to it. So things like headaches, like the first sign of that could maybe be dehydration. So like water is the most important nutrient um, that I think a lot, like, I feel like that can just, if you're not getting enough water, like that can maybe solve so many things that you just didn't even realize about. So if you're actually, you know, getting in some clean filtered water would be preferably since there's, you know, chlorine and other toxins in water. Um, but even adding like sea salt to water can help with the electrolytes. So we don't necessarily need more water, but we need to make sure that our bodies are absorbing water. Mm -hmm. And so that's usually one of like the first signs to maybe help, like rather than resorting to that Advil for a headache, that would be first, but it really just comes to, I think, yeah. I know I think we've, like, we've talked about this as like until something happens, like us not getting a period and we're like, okay, you know, like until, <laughs> which I don't want it to be the case for anyone. So that's why when they do get, when they're like, I can't think, I can't read, like they have such poor memory, which was me. And I had no idea, you know, like that was an issue until I changed 
my diet and I was like, wow, I can actually remember things. I can actually put together a sentence. I can actually be more like creative. So I, yeah. Yeah. And and what really actually sucks about that is that like, so you and I, right, we, we had these minor little symptoms. We tried to push through them and then eventually it got worse. And then like, eventually we're like, oh my God, we have to do something. So we clean up our diets. We go non-tox. Like we, we do everything that we, we can possibly do. And then it takes how long for us to recover? Like it takes a long time to bounce back. It's not like, it's not like 20 years, but it took me four years. How did, how long did it take you? Yeah, it took me a year and a half and I'm still working on, you know, like it. luckily this is, it takes a lot faster to bounce back than it did for us to get to where we're at. You know, like it took us how many years I'm almost 30, like 30 years to get to where, you know, where I was at. And then it has taken me like one and a half, two years, you know, to actually recover. So there is definitely hope, but it's, it's not your quick fix of, you know, if your goal is to lose weight, you know, like there are now it's nice because so many people like yourself are, you know, promoting it's so much more. Like I know you talk about like mindset and mental health and all of these things actually contribute to, you know, our health. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So this is all like a lot of really good information and, and this might be something that like my listeners have to listen to twice because it's, we're, we're jamming a lot in here. Um, but yeah, so for like someone who's listening to this and they're, they're like, okay, you've convinced me. I, I want to start cleaning up my products and make sure that I'm, I'm eating the right things. I'm using the right, uh, skincare. I'm, using the right cleaning products, where does someone start? Like if they just, they have no clue about all this, this is the very first time they're hearing about it. Where do they start? Um, I would definitely say food would be the number one thing. Cause I, food I believe is medicine. And if I had just let alone change that, you know, I had noticed the profound difference, you know, I feel like changing my skincare was not going to get rid of my brain fog <laughs> and like, a lot, I mean, although some of the chemicals, but I just feel like food on a cellular level is, can make a huge difference in like water. So that is definitely, if you have not, you know, focused on ingredients or switched and eating more real whole foods. And that includes, uh, I eat meat. I love meat. Um, I do preach or I do love supporting, you know, those that are grass fed cows and actually, you know, follow the sustainability of like those farming practices and not just given what our animals eat, like growth hormones is also what we, what we are because they're given that as well. Um, So if you just change food alone, I feel like you can, you know, like just that's when you'll be like, Oh, okay. So now I'm gung ho to change all these other things. But if you already have food down, then maybe looking into your personal care products, because that's what you're putting on your skin and your body's actually absorbing um, those ingredients. And then if you have that down, you know, I plastics, again, that's one of my easy ones. I feel like it's pretty inexpensive to, you know, invest in a glass setware, you know, off Amazon for 30, 40 bucks. Um, and then from there, you know, like household cleaners, it, it depends on, I always recommend it depends on where everyone's at. Like if you really are out of your spray that you use to clean your counters, then, opt for a safer and you ask, how do you find safer? How do you know what's safer? 
Um, using an app called EWG, when you actually download it on your phone, it's called the Healthy Living app. Um, there's also Think Dirty, but they do take into consideration known allergens. So I like to lean everyone towards EWG. You can actually scan your products and it will give you a safety rating. Um, oh, well, that's does... foolproof. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so it will actually give you, but it will um, summarize or it's not the word. I don't even know what I'm looking for, but it will take all the numbers and give you um, an average. Oh, my gosh. It'll <laughs> an average. Off, yeah, it'll yeah. like rate your products. Yeah, so you'll want to look at the ingredients because, for instance, it could have fragrance and all the other ingredients are one. So then it comes out to like a low number. And I always recommend trying to stay under three. But um, if fragrance is like a, if anyone takes anything away from this in your personal care products and in your home products, if it has fragrance, it's got to go. <laughs> so um, even if it says natural fragrance and if they don't indicate the ingredients, because again, natural, it's just unregulated. It's just an unregulated term. Um, so and that's because in, uh, yeah. the fragrance is hormone disrupting, right? Yeah, and it can contain, like, thousands of ingredients. So it doesn't, you know, and it's proprietary. They don't have to tell us what's in there. Mm. And in your household products, if you go and open up your, in your laundry room and look at your, um, like, laundry detergent, or it most likely doesn't have ingredients on it. So I was baffled when I, like, saw that firsthand and then learned that on household products, with beauty products, you have to disclose the ingredients are on the label. They've got to be somewhat disclosed, although fragrance is the loophole. On personal care product or on household products, the ingredients don't have to be disclosed. So it's like, how do we make an educated, you know, choice? But luckily, um, I do over on, um, I share a lot on Safer Swaps and those companies, you know, that I vetted and, you know, are safer for our health because it can be a lot. Some people just want to be like, just tell me. I don't want to do this research. I don't have time. I work full time. I've got, you know, a family of two, I, you know, getting married and planning a wedding. And so um, there's definitely different resources out there. But then there's also um, you can lean in on those that have, you know, done the research and are actually promoting, you know, safer products. Yeah, I know. So when I like run out of something or want to make a swap I always go to your Instagram first because I'm like she knows what she's doing um so where can people find you yeah so over on Instagram I am modernly so m-o-d-e-r-n-a-l-l-y underscore balance um and the same with Facebook but I do share on Instagram a little bit more and uh I even have like an Amazon shop set up with safer you know, cookware, cleaning products, um, and all of that. But like listening to this podcast, my favorite, just to give, you know, safe, like, so if anyone's like, just tell me what, you know, is easy. So I don't have to do all this research. Um, branch basics is a great, um, household cleaning and they have laundry, um, as well. And my, um, favorite safer beauty, uh, would be beauty counter. And, um, my the safe for cookware that I love is stainless steel or cast iron, and, um, again, plastics for glass, um, and then food would be it like the best is just, you know, trying to eat real food and not really at first, you know, worry about the whole organic and all of that. Yeah. Cause it can be very confusing, it, <laughs> but and it, yeah, and it can be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely check out Jess, um, on her Instagram. She's like, I said, she's got a ton of great information on there. Um, is there anything else you want to add? 
because I think no. we covered a lot. <laughs> we did. And, and since we covered a lot, I do want to say this is all progress, not perfection. Um, we go through seasons again of life. All of this information that I even know, you know, sometimes I have to sacrifice, you know, the best quality um, for things. But there are things that I also are like my nose and that's fragrance and canola oil. <laughs> so like if it has that, I'm like, nope. But um, yeah, just every little thing that you do makes a big difference. Like for instance, the um, beauty products, there was a study and there's a documentary out now called Toxic Beauty that I think you can get on Amazon or whatever. And within just like one week of cutting out or changing the products to safer, the phthalate and paraben level came down. And same with like when you switch to like if you follow the EWG Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 and you mostly stick to an organic diet you can reduce the pesticide level and just by 80 to 90% in a few days. So That's these small, ton. Oh my God. Yeah. So these small changes really do make a big difference. So just, if you just, if you're just changing your food, that that's great. So whatever it is, I just want to let anyone know that it takes, like you said, it takes time and to know that what you're doing is making a big difference and it doesn't have to also cost that much more money because these products are out there at the same price that you're paying for the toxic versions. Yeah, for sure. Just educate yourself. The more you know, the more it'll help you. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I think this, again, this, there's a lot of good little nuggets in here, and I think it's going to help a lot of people. So thank you so much. Yes, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. I really enjoyed having Jess on the podcast, and I just really enjoy her friendship in general. Um, she's helped me look at my products in a new way, and if it wasn't for low-tox living, I don't know if I would have gotten my period back so quickly. That's how powerful this stuff is. And in this episode, we mentioned Beauty Counter a couple of times, and so I'm going to make a whole separate episode just about Beauty Counter and how amazing it is and all that good stuff. So stay tuned for the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please screenshot this recording, um, send it to me, or tag me on Instagram, tag Jess on Instagram, and let us know that you listened to it and that you enjoyed it. If you want more and you're excited for that next episode, make sure that you hit the subscribe button to wherever you are listening to this on, um, so that way you get updated when I drop more episodes and leave me a five-star rating and review that always helps to bring up my numbers and spread the word so thanks again so much and until next time i'll talk to you guys soon